0: all right y'all i am back i had a little bit of some things going on upstairs and stuff like that this is the life of podcasting from home you get me so sometimes when you got to do what you got to do home you got to do what you got to do right all right so let's pick up where we left off So this episode is going to be pretty much listed as like a trailer episode because I didn't want to put full on there because it's technically not full. We had to cut for a second. So I have it as part one. So it's episode three, but it is part one of Strange World Movie Review. So if you are now coming into this second one, you might want to start with the first one for sure. So that way you can know what you're getting into before we get into it. So we got a couple of more minutes here. So let's get into it. So I guess I left off saying that with certain things in life, when it comes to you might not want your children to come across things that are, you know, showing, let's see, content for LBGTQ+, then You might want to understand that you can't necessarily force anything outside of your household. And when you are forcing, you know, strict rules of don't do this, you shouldn't be like this, you shouldn't look like this, you shouldn't act like this, it still causes curiosity. So they're going to go in the world, meet new people, figure out their own likes and dislikes, their own characteristics, and they're going to be them. They're going to grow into their own individual being. But If you want to be a part of your child's life as they grow, then it is very important to be ready to have certain discussions that might be uncomfortable to you. And it could be about anything, you know. Like I said, there are some people out here in the world who prefer for their kids to date in the same race or date in the same culture. Um, Dress like this, look like that. But we all have our own preferences as we grow. Now... Like I said, I don't personally, I didn't get any questions. My son didn't question me about the movie that we saw. Um, He didn't see, he didn't notice any of that. He was just so focused on the beautiful graphics, the beautiful colors, the beautiful creatures that was, you know, things that was going on in the movie. And what he took from the movie was that there are a lot of things that pollute this earth. And that destroy it and there are a lot of people who are negative and there are a lot of people who need to be at peace so for a six-year-old I think he did really well there and even if he had questions I was prepared to answer them you know so it's really important for us to create that safe beautiful bond with our kids and if you don't know how to or it makes you feel uncomfortable and you need some guidance seek therapy seek counseling you know family therapy family counseling group sessions uh therapy all types of stuff there are plenty of resources provided for things that we need help with when it comes to understanding um our own development and our adolescence development so yes um but yes the movie was great i absolutely enjoyed it If I had to give it stars from a a one to five, the funny thing is it was mainly at a one. There were no fives. There was some five stars. I mean, I say no five stars, but it was mainly listed at one stars. I'd probably give it a four, four and a half um like i said i enjoyed the colors i enjoyed the message because that's really what i was paying attention to and anything else that anybody wants to talk about because they may be homophobic or they may feel like you know these this kid still shouldn't see anyone being gay in a movie or anything of that nature personally this is how i feel i feel like what you're doing your own homes that shouldn't be promoted you know anywhere you know but yet You do want your kids to know love, but it's your choice as you grow older, who you want to love, how you want to love, you know, but it's toxic and very, uh, it's not going to work if you try to beat and install roughly or judgmentally, because now you're just going to continue to create more judgmental kids. When they grow, they're going to be judgmental. When they grow, they're going to be racist. When they grow, they're going to be sexist. When they grow, they're going to be homophobic, you know? So it's a lot, like crazy thing is a lot of the shows that i'm 29 right so a lot of the shows that i was watching i didn't even realize any type of subliminal message when i was a kid i was just watching a cartoon but when i got older i even said oh i don't like some of these cartoons that they got uh for these new age kids today so let me try to you know put my kid onto some of the cartoons i watched without realizing as i started to watch them today you know in the 20s and stuff like that i was like whoa 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 because there were racist jokes i came across there were like there was this line in the rugrats right i forgot which rugrats it is but i remembered that um what is it tommy his mom is it tommy yes tommy's mom was pregnant with dill mr dill pick right and while they were at the baby shower all of her friends were trying to figure out, you know, if it was a boy or a girl. So they tell her, no, it's a boy. The other ones tell her, no, it's a girl. So Angelica's stepmom, before her phone ringing interrupted the rest of the, t- uh, the sentence, she said, oh, you want to know how you know if it's a boy or a girl? Born under Venus, look for her, and then the phone rang. Now, we all know as adults the next line. Even as smart teens, as you get older, we know the next line that is gonna be some wild crazy stuff um even with Toy Story watching Toy Story and what there was a whole hooker in there I didn't notice that I just thought it was a toy that was old and instead of throwing it out the kid created a thing with legs women legs heels and a freaking hook but it was a hooker okay even in Powerpuff Girls what we had the devil guy And if you don't know how you dress, then you'll go figure it out yourself. Or how he was acting, go figure it out yourself. But we watched a lot of things. And it is still very important to monitor what your kids watch, like I said. So my opinion, you know, like I said, I am understanding to both sides. Um, But I do know that nothing can be forced. Because it does not create the positive outcome or the outcome that you are expecting or hopeful of. And also like, you know, you just gotta understand that sometimes you're gonna be you have to be prepared to answer questions. As individuals grow, we tap into we, we hit puberty, we get into our what what do you call it? Um we start to grow with our sexual development. And sexual development is not understanding your own bodily changes. Or have it insecurities because of your bodily changes, and you might not want to express these things because you might feel like your mom or dad might feel like it's icky or look at you some type of way, or you don't want to tell your peers things, you know, because they might look at you weirdly. Sometimes, adolescents think that they are alone in a situation you know so it's very important to like I said create a safe space especially if you would rather your child come and communicate with you if you would rather your team come and get advice from you or things of that nature you know and sometimes our advice is not the best advice depending on how set we are in our own thought of something you know if we don't like something we're not gonna we're gonna try to tell the next person how it's wrong and how you shouldn't like it that again goes with biasness or unconscious biasness so it's important to train yourself and retrain yourself as well on how to go about obtaining the proper knowledge and also distributing the proper knowledge in a proper effective positive way for the adolescents so that's really what it is that's really what it's about and it's tough. I mean, I've had my son has came up to me and had some wild, crazy conversations with me about his male body development. And in the beginning of it, I was like, Oh my god, I don't know how to talk about this. Like, because it's like you think in your head, when is the right time to prepare these conversations to have with your kids? And some people think that it's a wrong time when it's too young. Now, apparently, pediatricians and you can do your you know your research, but it is suggested to start talking to kids around age six and up about their sexual development and again when people hear sex show they think oh I'm not teaching my kids how to have sex well I'm not teaching about sex that's not what that's not the only thing that is incorporated within the topic of sexual development sexual identity development, again, puberty problems. When girl, little girls start going through puberty problems. Little boys start going through puberty problems very young. Or better yet, again, when you send kids out into the world to school, to play, to wherever, they see things for themselves and it causes curiosity in their brains. So the first person they would wanna speak to is their parents. Someone to speak to their peers because they feel like their peers would be more relatable. Because a lot of kids, I don't know what's up, but they feel like, and even see, they feel like, oh, my parents ain't never been through this. I can't talk to them about this. But, I mean, we was kids, too, you know. Us adults was kids, too. Some of us still act like kids, still act like a bunch of big old babies. So, creating the safe space. It's like, I can't stress this enough. Create a safe space for your kid or the person you're taking care of or your little siblings to come and to speak to you rather than going to get the wrong advice out there and open and the funny thing about advice is we give advice based off what we feel or what we think or what we've experienced but advice doesn't always work for everybody the funny thing is that's why with counseling and psychology and stuff they don't and therapists they don't really give advice you know Cause you can give somebody advice that might have worked for you 10 20 times and they can go out in the world and have the same situation and now apply that advice you gave and it didn't work it might have backfired it might have caused more mental and emotional problems for them because of how the conversation went from the advice that was given to them but every every advice doesn't work for everybody so it's important again if you can't help somebody help somebody with something But still let them know that it's okay to be an individual. You don't have to feel like I feel. You don't have to dress like I dress. You don't have to talk like I talk. You don't have to be how I am. You get me? You don't. Be you. Learn to figure yourself out. And with figuring yourself out as you grow, it comes with experiencing life. And it comes with, let's see, experiencing and exploring life like we have so many options out here in the world and there are some people right now who were so forced to be as their parents were or not like things their parents didn't like or didn't accept that they're living in torture right now in trauma and in silently sometimes silent depression depression is a number one killer okay depression causes so many health problems and risk factors that It's crazy. I mean, right now, just to share share something personal, because, again, truth and reality, I'm going to get true, and I'm going to speak about reality sometimes. And that involves me putting myself out there as well, you know, to create a comfortable, safe space for you to possibly go, you know what, Remy? I got something I want to talk about. You seem like a very open person, an open-minded, non-judgmental person. Let me talk to you. So I have went through so much stress from the time I moved to Georgia. So I moved out here in 2015. I am from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. But I moved out here from Queens, New York. So came out here in 2015 on Valentine's Day. And since then, like things are like really rocky. And I've experienced some of my most hardest things. Even though I went through a lot of early on trauma as a child and had early on depression from some things that was going on in my family. Or me feeling neglect or abuse Deal with a lot of things you know and i'm pretty sure most of us have but i like to talk about my stuff because i like to be able to open a uh what a, what a, how do i want to say it? i just want to open and create that space like i said to be able to have others want to interact want to start expressing themselves more but do understand that you do have to pick who you express yourselves to or how you express yourselves, because a lot of people will try to take things and use it against you, now the thing about me is, you can't use nothing against me, it's not like I don't express my story, I don't care, you want to go out there and tell somebody how depressed I was, okay, and (laughs) shoot, do you, it doesn't hurt me, it does me no harm, you know, so, harm had already been done, I'm doing the harm, you get me, so, to this i went through so much stress when i came out here in 2015 with relationships with family with trying to figure myself out because i was in a new place didn't have any friends didn't know anybody didn't have the reliable transportation that you need in georgia because in georgia you need the car granted they got some little transportation out here but you need a car so i was going through so much and i was going through mental abuse through emotional abuse you know not physical abuse actually a little bit of that but wasn't in relationships It was more so with family stuff but I it was a minute for me to find myself and I was always so expressive people in my family call me sensitive and emotional that's not the worst thing in the world you know whatever okay I'm sensitive I'm emotional I guess I have emotional intelligence I guess I I am an empath I guess you know that's fine with me let me be emotional let me be sensitive that's fine um so I never changed that about me I might have changed how much of my emotions and sensitivity i put in others hands or i trust with others to hold but i'm still me you know i'm still me um and a lot of the things i went through has caused me to like i said go to school and further my education to obtain my um diploma degree excuse me <laughs> did it again my degree in psychology and counseling so this is what i do hold on this is what I do this is what I love to do and this is what I will continue to do and I still I think we're still technically finding ourselves every day like you ever found something that you love to do and then you probably don't love to do it today and you found something else you love to do there's a difference between hobbies and callings so I could say one of my hobbies but it actually like my hobby it makes me happy I love to do music I love to do entertainment I love to learn photography and videography and things like that but as I grew older I realized my calling and it had always been this way because I was always helping people even when I was hurt I was helping you know even when I was healing I was helping so uh you know my calling is just doing what I'm doing right now so I use this podcast to speak about truth and reality and try to come up with not only speaking about the things that go on that could be on the negative but let's worry about an outcome you know let's talk about an outcome so we can turn those negatives into positives and grow beyond where we are now so it is very important to allow ourselves and that again means allowing your adolescents allowing them to grow and find themselves you know and they're not going to find themselves within you all the time. There might be something that they can bond with you off of. But that doesn't mean that that is their path for themselves. You know? So, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I thought that the father was very supportive. Um, They even spoke about that. Like, his okay, so his father's father, who he hadn't seen in 25 years before he went to the strange world and found him. But his father's father was always expecting him to be what he was you know an adventurer and explorer expecting him to be that and that kind of created a distance between the father and you know his dad and then later on in the movie they showed a scene of the dad and his his son the interracial son right showed a scene of them and the dad didn't realize how much pressure he was putting on his son to be like him you know which was the same thing that his dad did but the only difference was Him not having his dad like that and feeling that pressure, he actually created a stronger bond with his son and his family, you know. But yet he still didn't realize he had some of that trauma on him from trauma from his dad. So and that was starting to push his son away. So it's very important. Very, very important. And we're about to get off here soon, y'all. So again, if you are listening to this, this is the second one. So I hope you go back and listen to the first one. Um, I did kind of say that in the beginning. So that way you guys could get the full experience of everything that I'm saying here. And just continue to love. Stop being biased. Stop being racist. Stop being sexist. Stop being judgmental because it's not helping you. It's causing you to get up every day and just be negative. It's causing your energy to be low vibrational. And who really wants that? That blocks out blessings that can come into your life. You know, it blocks out blessings that can create a better family foundation for you. So get it together. Let people be how they be. Again, you don't have to take the way that I go about things with my kids or I go about things with myself. This is just me. You know, this is how I am. And I love that and my kids well not my kids because my daughter's one years old but my son is very open to talking with me shoot there are plenty plenty kids that i know who would rather speak with me you know and of course before speaking anything i do let them know that i would feel more comfortable you know having a sit down with you and your parents you know stuff like that but and that's just because you know I just feel like maybe it'll be beneficial, you know, or maybe it won't. Sometimes it won't because some some parents hate the fact that their kids can relate more or talk more and be comfortable more with other people rather than them. But that then is something where you have to do a self-check on you and reevaluate yourself and evaluate yourself and figure out and take accountability. Again, that word comes up accountability. So love y'all. Be peaceful. Be kind. Be loving. Literally. We might think it's just pollution destroying the earth and things that the government might be doing or science and this, that, and the third, but it's us as well. It's us as well. We are the people here that is supposed to be the foundation to holding and upholding things, upholding each other, you know, encouraging each other in a positive way, inspiring each other every day. And until we learn to stop being so biased and judgmental and hateful and rageful and vengeful, Things are gonna continue to be the same, and it's only gonna continue to pass down generations. We, I want to live in peace. I do. I want to live in so much peace, and that's why I'm gonna remain a peaceful person. Yep. But before I leave, if anybody wants to follow me, my Instagram is, and I quote, I think it is the only underscore Remy Davis, and on Facebook it is Remy Davis. I got a couple of pages, so hopefully you find the right one (laughs) but Remy Davis and if you would like to reach out to me by email you can send me a message at R-E-M-I-D-A-V-I-S the number five at gmail.com so that is Remy Davis five at gmail.com get at me connect with me I love connecting with new people every day so if you got something you want to talk about rather it be with me personally or on the podcast hit me up and let's make it do what it do when it do what it do how it do what it do baby bye-bye see you next time